1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com
2: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
3: Tonight, the holiday COVID surge underway. The CDC predicts up to 1.3 million new cases the week of Christmas. The concerns about a new wave as the pandemic collides with holiday travel and gatherings. The long COVID testing lines. Americans prepare to see loved ones for the holidays as the seven-day average of new infections nears its highest level in three months. Things
0: could get really bad, particularly, particularly for the unvaccinated.
3: Plus, the recommendation tonight about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Hurricane-like winds across the Midwest, the severe weather that killed at least five people overnight, leaving hundreds of thousands without power why record high winter temperatures are playing a role hostages released the final 12 christian missionaries who were held by a haitian gang are free tonight bombshell allegations two women accuse sex and the city star chris noth of sexual assault Dangerous drinking water, a CBS News exclusive with the head of the EPA. The plan to get rid of the millions of lead pipes carrying water to America's children. The boss cashes in. Wait until you hear how much Bruce Springsteen sold his music catalog for. And American heroes. Three soldiers received the Medal of Honor. Who paid the ultimate sacrifice?
4: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell,
0: reporting from the nation's capital.
3: Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin tonight with a spike in COVID cases that has health officials sounding the alarm. A rise in cases has states and businesses changing their plans, bringing back indoor mask mandates, canceling holiday parties and giving employees the option to work from home again. And now professional sports seasons hang in the balance with the NBA and the NHL postponing games. Also, a growing number of NFL players are testing positive, and that has the league requiring masks regardless of vaccination status, and they're pleading with players get your booster shots. On average, nearly 118,000 cases are being reported daily, just as millions of Americans prepare to hit the road and the airports for the holidays. The double threat tonight from the dangerous Delta variant and the extremely contagious Omicron strain leads to the question, could COVID be the Grinch that steals Christmas again? CBS's Meg Oliver is in New York tonight
5: with all the headlines. Good evening, Meg. Nora, good evening. As Omicron quickly spreads, people are spending hours waiting in line for COVID tests. Here in New York City, positive cases of COVID-19 have doubled in the last three days. That's something the mayor's top health advisor says they've never seen before. Tonight, health officials are sounding the alarm. New COVID cases are up nearly 40% in two weeks, fueled by the Delta variant and Omicron spread. It's so
6: highly transmissible that it's just going to sweep across the country uh, like a firestorm.
5: Dr. Anthony Fauci predicts Omicron could become the dominant variant in the U.S. soon.
0: We're looking over our shoulder at Omicron, which will assume a dominant role, I would imagine, within a period of a few weeks to as we go into January. (laughs)
5: Now officials are bracing for an explosion of infections, although cases so far have been mostly mild. I think it's
6: going to be pretty rough now, heading into the holidays and then the early part of the new
0: year.
5: The CDC expects new cases to surge 57 percent in the coming days, with as many as 1.3 million cases reported the week of Christmas.
0: Things could get really bad, particularly, particularly for the unvaccinated.
5: Today, CDC advisors voted unanimously to discourage anyone 18 or older from getting the J&J vaccine, citing evidence that it could trigger a rare blood disorder that has been linked to at least nine deaths. And the list of companies telling employees to work from home is growing. Citibank announced today its employees in New York and New Jersey could begin working from home again. With Omicron surging right now, is it too early to return back to the office in January?
6: You know, at this point, I wouldn't push it. Um, Let's see how this unfolds.
5: And with Christmas only days away, the demand for tests is skyrocketing. Alyssa Peralta is feeling fine, but wanted to make sure she was safe to travel back home to Chicago. Are you worried about traveling this holiday? I definitely am. I'm really scared. I talked to Alyssa late this afternoon. Her test came back negative. She plans to get the booster and keep testing before flying home next week, which is exactly what the experts recommend. Nora? Meg Oliver, thank you. And
3: turning now to the latest in a series of deadly storms across the Great Plains and Midwest, at least five people were killed in Wednesday night's dangerous weather, which brought more than a dozen tornadoes, including Minnesota's first ever tornado in the month of December. CBS's Mola reports from Heartland, Minnesota.
0: Hurricane force winds tore through over 700 miles of the Midwest. In Nebraska, strong winds toppling a moving tractor trailer. Next door in Iowa, a roof ripped off a library. Somehow, the books remained on the shelves. Residents were left to sort through what was left of their homes. You got power flashes. In Chicago, 66-mile-per-hour winds reported at O'Hare Airport, tearing limbs off trees and smashing them into car windows. More than 20 tornadoes were reported in the upper Midwest, with Minnesota's first-ever December tornado. This after Friday night's five-state tornado rampage. After the storm, Highways were littered with overturned tractor trailers. CBS News meteorologist Jeff Beridelli insists this is not normal. We should not see one of the biggest tornado outbreaks we have ever seen happen in the month of December, and then three
6: or four days later, another extraordinary weather event that is unprecedented.
0: Here in Heartland, Minnesota, the storm punched holes into solid brick buildings, overturned an RV, and downed trees and power lines. Not the holiday season the town had planned.
7: Felt like someone ran into the side of the house and, and uh, then it was over just that quick. How, how quick are you talking? Minutes. minute. Yeah. I mean, it was here and gone. Nobody got hurt. Right. That, is, that is the key. So uh, this stuff can all be replaced.
0: Well, cleanup is well underway here in Heartland, Minnesota. This small town, population just over 300, really got the brunt of it. They lost the only bank in town there behind me and the only post office in town right around the corner. And tonight, throughout the Midwest... Roughly 280,000 people remain without power, Nora.
3: Molalengi, thank you. Well, tonight, the two-month hostage situation in Haiti has come to an end. The final group of Christian missionaries abducted by a violent street gang was released today. In all, 17 people were held captive, including five children. It is not clear how much, if any, of the million-dollar ransom per person was paid. As the cast of Sex and the City returns to television, with it comes new accusations against star Chris Noth. Two women say Noth sexually assaulted them. Tonight, he is denying those allegations. CBS's Jerika Duncan has the details.
8: Tonight, Chris Noth, who played Mr. Big in the 90s hit show Sex and the City, is facing explosive allegations of sexual assault. The Hollywood Reporter, using pseudonyms for two women, details their accounts. One woman named as Zoe says in 2004, when she was 22 years old, Noth raped her from behind inside his Los Angeles apartment. She says she received medical treatment and counseling. The other woman named as Lily says she was raped inside Noth's New York City apartment after a night of drinking in 2015. Noth has denied the allegations, calling them categorically false, adding the encounters were consensual. It's difficult not to question the timing of these stories coming out both women approached the hollywood reporter at different times they told the magazine they wanted to tell their stories after seeing promotions for hbo max's sex in the city reboot series and just like that variety chief correspondent elizabeth wagmeister
1: he played the character of mr big which was this very showy ladies man so it appears to be an instance of life almost imitating art, but in the worst way
8: possible. Noth has starred on Law & Order No, no, no and has stop. a role on the CBS it's show it's The Equalizer. To new beginnings. Tonight, Peloton, it's which used him in a commercial as Mr. Great. Big, pulled great. the ad. CBS says it is not responding to any inquiries. As for the Los Angeles Police Department, it says that it will look into the nature of the report. Nora?
3: Trika Duncan, thank you. Today, the Biden administration detailed its plan to try to replace every underground lead drinking water pipe in the country in the next 10 years. About half of the children in the U.S. have detectable levels of lead in their blood. CBS News has been covering the lead crisis in drinking water for years. CBS's Ben Tracy has more.
6: In Benton Harbor, Michigan, bottled water is not a luxury. It's a lifeline. In October, we introduced you to Francis Davis.
4: What water do you use to cook?
7: The bottle water. To brush your teeth? Bottle water. Bathe? Bottle water.
6: Lead was found in the water here in 2018, and the city's water system failed six lead tests in the past three years. Residents have been begging the EPA for help.
2: Help is on the way
6: michael regan is the epa administrator and says 2.9 billion dollars will soon be sent to states to replace lead pipes in 2022 places with a lot of these old pipes will be prioritized and epa will strengthen existing drinking water standards to force more water districts to replace lead pipes how quickly can you get this money out the door when will people in these communities actually see change You know, we're hoping that people will see change sooner rather than later. Is that weeks? Is that months? Is that years? You know, we anticipate that it'll be months. And so this won't be one of those things where a year or two from now people are saying, where's the money? No. No. The EPA says there are as many as 10 million lead pipes carrying drinking water across the country. The infrastructure bill includes $15 billion over five years to replace them. But the White House says the actual cost could reach $45 billion. Do you acknowledge you're going to need more money to really solve this problem? You know, we will need additional resources at some point. Because he says this issue is critical. Right now, there are children in this country drinking water from lead pipes. And so we can't fail our children. We have to get this done. There is no safe level of lead exposure, and it can cause lower IQs and increased aggression in children. And Nora, we did follow up with some of those folks that we talked to in Benton Harbor, and they say they are still drinking bottled water, and they don't expect to have new water pipes for at least a year.
3: This is such a huge issue. It is an injustice to those communities and children that live there. Ben Tracy, thank you. All right. There is a labor shortage across America as businesses are struggling to find and hire employees. Well, now a popular app that connects businesses with hourly workers has become indispensable during the pandemic, both for those, both for those businesses and those who have recently lost their jobs. CBS's Carter Evans has the amazing story of American ingenuity. Yeah.
8: So this is one of our most popular gifts.
4: At Lula's Garden in Los Angeles, tis the season for succulents. But CEO LaRoz Birnbaum says getting holiday help during the pandemic worker shortage is a challenge. Now, instead of placing a want ad, she orders Insta workers on an app. Do you have to send them a paycheck?
8: No, that's the best part. Once you put the credit card on the app, it just charges automatically. You don't need to deal with it.
4: So what makes this different from, say, a temp agency?
6: We're economic opportunity at the touch of a button.
4: Samir Meghani co-founded InstaWork in 2016 in a stroke of American ingenuity. But business took off when COVID hit.
6: The whole workforce changed how they work during the pandemic. They're not just looking for better jobs or higher pay. They're looking for more flexible work.
4: That appealed to Chester Lemon, who lost his job during the pandemic. Now he works at a clothing designer warehouse one day, and the next, a concert. I uh, did BTS this past weekend. The jobs don't provide benefits or overtime. But the best part for him, getting paid immediately. So let me get this straight. When you go home today, the money from this job will be in your bank account? Before I get to my car. InstaWork has more than one and a half million workers in 25 cities. And just since April of this year, wages on the app have increased 20 percent.
6: About half of our professionals aren't willing to work for less than $15 an hour.
4: The company charges employers a commission. And what would you say to critics who say InstaWork is just another middleman that adds costs?
6: Our workers speak with their swipe.
4: Do you ever see yourself having a regular nine to five job again at one place? It's going to be hard right now because I've gotten so used to this now when you know you can just make money tonight, tomorrow. (laughs) Most Insta workers are considered independent contractors, so they have to pay their own taxes quarterly. The company does background checks. And on the app, workers only see the jobs they're qualified to do. Nora?
3: It's really interesting. Carter Evans, thank you. All right, now to a solemn ceremony at the White House today. Three U.S. soldiers were honored with the nation's highest military award. Two sacrificed their lives, saving others, including the man who just became the first black recipient of the Medal of Honor since the Vietnam War. Here's CBS's David Martin.
7: A mother and daughter received the Medal of Honor three years after their husband and father, Army Ranger Christopher Salise, used his body to shield a battlefield casualty in Afghanistan.
1: I'm in awe that he would be so selfless,
3: but that's who Chris was. I wouldn't have expected anything less.
7: Eight years ago, Master Sergeant Earl Plumley stepped into the breach to stop a suicide attack on his outpost in Afghanistan. You see ten guys coming at you. What did you think? That I would be killed. So what do you do when you think you're going to be killed? Try and take a few of them with me. Sixteen years ago, Sergeant First Class Alwin Cash pulled his soldiers from a burning vehicle in Iraq. Flames that are just spewing
6: out of every port out of the Bradley fighting vehicle.
7: Lieutenant Colonel Leon Mathias was there. He's going in and out of the
6: Bradley, trying to pull them out one by one, and it's just an intense inferno. Colonel
7: Jimmy Hathaway arrived on the scene. Here's Sergeant Cash, who's been burned, you know, 70 some percent of his body, who's still standing up, still walking around, still pushing everybody to take care, his, take care of his boys, as he would say first. Cash and three other badly burned soldiers were medevaced to the United States. His sister, Kazanow was at his bedside. He was still worried about his boys.
8: He was like, just please tell them to fight. They can do this.
7: One by one, the soldiers die. He was the last one to pass away. Ever since, Cash's sister has been leading the campaign to recognize his sacrifice.
8: I just want to know that Sergeant First Class Alvin C. Cash has been awarded the Medal of Honor that he earned.
7: Honor delayed, but no longer denied. David Martin, CBS News, the Pentagon.
1: Okay, it's time to commit.
3: And breaking tonight, investigators looking into the deadly shooting on the set of that Alec Baldwin Western have issued a search warrant for the actor's cell phone. The sheriff's department in Santa Fe, New Mexico, wants to check all of Baldwin's communications, searches and downloads, including those that may have been deleted. Baldwin says a gun accidentally went off in his hand, killing the cinematographer. All right, baby, he was born to run off with a whole lot of money. The boss, Bruce Springsteen, has reportedly sold the rights to his music catalog to Sony Music for around half a billion dollars. The blockbuster deal would top the hundreds of millions that Bob Dylan got for his songs. School teachers do some of the most important work across our country, both inside and outside the classroom. One Kentucky school teacher proved just that following those devastating tornadoes. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports. There's diapers, there's wipes, shoes. Cammie King's preschool classroom in Dawson Springs is now an overflow storage space for donations.
8: My initial thought was how many students and families are we gonna
3: lose? How did you find Dawson Springs? It was devastating. Since the tornadoes hit, King, who has been teaching pre-K for nearly two decades, has reached out to
5: every family
3: to account for all of her littles, as she calls them.
8: Hello,
5: it's Miss Kami from school. But just the call didn't quite cut it.
3: They need to know that their connection to this school is out there walking around. Walking around and offering hugs. They're different. Littles run up and hug you, but you literally feel all ten fingers squeezing into your back. Hi, With nowhere to go, the Clark family is living at a shelter.
4: We went from a five-bedroom house to just one little room.
3: And it's, uh, it's been difficult. Whether they're current students like Zoe
5: or older ones like her mom, Georgia.
3: So everybody here has been her student.
8: Yes, except for including mom.
5: Oh, 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 oh. Miss Cammie doesn't let go. I want them
8: to know that I love them. And it's just a feeling that
3: I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Lilia Luciano, CBS News, Dawson Springs. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, Steve Hartman's on the road with the story of how a mother turned the pain of losing a child into a life of spreading kindness in his name. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in the nation's capital. We'll see you again tomorrow. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS evening news, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wonderycom survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too.